welcome back guys to the 417 podcast i'm joshua and i'm aaron cool so i hope you guys have been good had a good week we're back back to recording back to podding feels good hope you guys are excited feels for good everything. to be here feels good yeah hope you guys are excited for everything we've got planned for you this year and in the next few weeks especially um but yeah let's get into hope it we're ready for it as well yeah I mean? yeah um yeah, I mean, I thought today we would just kind of, obviously on one hand, I wanted to talk about, um, I wanted to kind of continue to look at different kind of rebels mm-hmm. and how their fights kind of apply to what we're doing today. Um, we can't mistake the fact that the world has moved. Um, different landscape. Yeah. Yep. And what what people were fighting for before isn't the same, doesn't look the same. And it won't be, it won't be done the same. It's like mm. that whole struggle um, has changed. Even the the um, what we want out of it. And I taking all those thoughts, um, and bearing in mind that they're kind of circling in my brain. I don't know if it was last Monday, or whatever Monday it is to the. Recently though, it was MLK Day, right? Yeah. Or was it even a Sunday? No, it was the Monday. It was the Monday. And, um, King Day. I don't know about you, but like, people weren't... Like, I saw some posts. Nah, there's always posts. Everybody posts. Nah, like, I, saw, like, I saw posts, What, MLK right? in a Durag or something like that? No, no, not, I'm not even talking <laughs> about the like funny ones. I just mean like people, gen- like genuine appreciation kind of thing. Because um, we know what that... We know who normally goes for the general um, the appreciation of MLK. Certain type of person. I'm gonna unpack that in a moment, <laughs> but but ultimately, um, <laughs> why? Like it was it was a thing where I was kind of like, it wasn't enough to be like, oh, it's MLK Day. You would just think maybe, I don't know, there was like some kind of trend going around. Mm-hmm. Trend? I didn't even not feel a like, trend. Maybe I don't yeah, even maybe think I'm it, not being fair. But I don't like, even think it impact. Did it impact the internet like that? That's what I mean. Like. Uh, I don't mean like a strong trend. I just mean like, like it wasn't no fidget spinner. I feel like I've only had like one memorable MLK day. I think one day, like one of the day, and like MLK days, I was younger, and I went to like a church in London, and they were doing like a talk about um just MLK and what he stood for, and like his dreams and stuff like his dream and all that kind of stuff by a yeah, white priest it was interesting it was cool it was just like oh okay like there's a bit of reverence and respect for what mm. this man did being acknowledged it was like okay cool and it helped me even understand it a bit better as a, as a young person sorry it helped me understand that a bit better as a young person right right um when i didn't know that much about it funnily enough even thinking back to when i was in secondary school I remember the, you know, um, I thought I was, I think I was in, it was history class, right? And then like we were getting ready to learn about uh, Martin Luther. I was like, oh, cool, we're gonna learn about MLK kind of thing. But no, it's like the Martin Luther. You know, like there's some German Martin Luther, like huh? or like some priest, like it's like um, ah, oh, that's crazy. It's like it's it's he's quite important to history. So who? No, <laughs> to white people. <laughs> Let me find it. Let me find it because I don't want to get it wrong. Um, Martin Luther. Because 
I shouldn't remember this. Yeah, Martin Luther, priest, um, a German priest, um, theologian, and is best known for, uh, he was a seminal figure in Pro- um, Protestant Reformation and is the namesake of Lutheranism. Yeah, Luther was an ordained priest, um, priesthood in 1507. Yeah, so that was like the Martin Luther I knew of. Well, you sorry? No, not I knew of. Like I was taught <laughs> in school. There's a lot. There's a lot. Mm. <laughs> no, 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 no. I definitely knew about Martin. Luther. I told you, as I said, I was excited. We're gonna. Oh, my Luther! But and then I finally realized we're just talking about this, this German guy. You said this was in history class. Yeah, that was what we learned about. So where did, he was, where it was on the get, like? civil rights. <laughs> I think civil rights in our classes only we only started learning about that if you opted to do civil rights in sixth form. So that was the only chance. That was the only time where you started learning about civil, anything black history, black black history, any, anything like that. Yeah, obviously, there's the whole push to like reform the UK education system. Oh man, but, um, big push! Even I remember one of the projects I had to do when I was like um, um, year nine or something. What happened? I think it was like they asked us to do a project. It was like talk about <laughs> talk about. Um, your fa- a member of your family's role in World War Two kind of thing. It's like I know I was like definitely under. Okay, first of all, you have to understand. Maybe it's not that controversial because there's actually an imperial um, aspect to um, those wars, like because of the empire and stuff like that. No, yeah, yeah, like, there, we there know, was, yeah, um, there were you were involved, kind yeah, of there were yeah, but like to assume that. Like, it's just an assumption that I can't... Re- it was a project I couldn't really participate in, so I just made it up. I was like, I made up the parts. Like, what did you say? <laughs> I just said I had this this great, great, great granduncle that all ever, like, was part of it and stuff like that. And I was just like, well, really, I had I had no no relevance towards it at all. I didn't think I even got a good mark in that project, to be honest. Because <laughs> well, you know, they're like, we don't believe you. So, yeah, that's actually interesting. I got marked down for not being able to, to talk about my history um mm. for being able to for not having a common shared history that i could have been graded on which is quite interesting when you think back on it especially with how little is taught about black history and how little emphasis there is about it so it's quite interesting i got graded down for that you know but um that's that's yeah but that was a good thing that that, that was um something that kind of showed me yeah cool even understanding black history, understanding where I'm from, none of that's really accounted for in education. But cool. Martin Luther King Jr. Yeah. The man, the myth, the legend. Um, what kind of person posts him? No, I was just I was I was just um teasing. What's it called? The guy was it Olympic hurdler? <laughs> uh, like, he's very talented. Say. Grant Holloway. He's yeah. very talented. American Olympic sprinter. Like he's got, I think he's got a white girlfriend, like, and he he has like white, he chills with white people, which is fine. Like I'm not, there's nothing wrong with I have. Actually, I'm gonna sound like a racist a white person. Yeah, <laughs> like I have, I have a white um, best, I have a white best friend. But no, anyway, like the relevant part of the story is the next bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so anyway, there's nothing wrong with any of that stuff, whatever. Cool, but so cool. So Grant Holloway, Olympic sprint, Olympic American sprinter, one of the he could be one of the greatest of all time because he's actually that talented. I think he beat um, Ronaldo Nehemiah's record in the collegiate NCAA AA tournament. So, and he's he was like touted to beat 
the world record in 110 minutes. Oh, what? Um, hurdle sprints. Yeah, anyway, anyway, cool. So, um, why I said that little funny joke about the type of people that love MLK. So there's, a, there's a specific type of person that kind of mirrors this. Grant put on his social media, I think it's Instagram, he said, posed with his white girlfriend and his white friends. So those are two different pictures with the same caption. And he's just like, thank you, MLK. Um, yeah. And they're longer than that. Yeah. They're longer than that. But it's like, oh, thank you for MLK for basically allowing this to happen. And... That's what I mean by the kind of person that loves them, okay? The, the, the thing with that, right, is um, <laughs> <laughs> can that come from our lens as opposed to um, seeing it for what it is in terms of like a genuine thank you? Thank you for allowing me Thank you for allowing me to sleep with white women. Does the issue or to love come? Or to love white women. Is that, is that, is that what, what's the messaging there? I want to I mean, understand. I it. guess maybe to love. Like, I just remember how I felt about the first. I was just like, it's a bit funny to. to yeah. It's just like, this is what I mean. It's like, what did, what, did, what did the man really stand for? I guess we're going to get into that today. Yeah, man. Because um, um, thanking him for, I don't know, white a white girlfriend or white friends. Is that is that is that the is that what you're happy with? Is that then okay, so this is so I don't know if you read the article I sent you about the journal um, article talking about the canonization of Martin Luther King and how oh, that just sent it to yesterday. Yeah, when somebody passes, and then you kind of take their legacy and make it what you need it to be through time. Mm. I feel like with Martin Luther King you have that on like a very big level. Um, there are different people. They pass, you strip down their story. Nelson Mandela, like he lived a long time. So his is a bit different. Um, he's probably, I don't know, his story is a bit more bigger than life than I think Martin Luther King's is. Yeah, maybe, definitely. Maybe not though, but like. It broke, he became president of South Africa. Yeah, like that's crazy. No, it's not that crazy. Like, no, it is. Respect the fact that that is Africa. Like, <laughs> no, but you know I mean, like, he, a black man should be that. But have you but seen yeah. the Have you seen the video of that of who they sent on the delegation? The it was like they sent all these high schoolers to the yeah, US. Yeah, they sent that white girl, and they sent that white girl. That is the face of South Africa. You, no, yeah, that's exactly. what, I know. You know. I'm not saying like um, I'm not not I'm not not respecting. Nah, it's a what big he deal. Did. Yeah. I'm just saying like. It's crazy that that is the case, though. Do you know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah, that an African country. That is Africa, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, but, yeah, 100%. But, um, my thing was, Nelson didn't die until much later. And then begins, okay, let's get the pieces together and talk about this guy's legacy. When MLK died, he was... No, there was films about MLK, um, Nelson while he was no, alive. No, 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 that's not what I mean, though. That's, it's different. Like, it's very different. Um... I really don't want to jump. Yeah, okay. So I'll, I'll just... When MLK dies, mm. um, one thing I don't think people give a lot of respect to in terms of legacy is what that man was really doing. Like, in terms of progress. 
And I don't feel like you get to say that statement. But let's really get into what he was doing, though. Let's get into that. Because some people say that he was... The, the new, let's even go back to the statement about like, oh, thank you, I'm okay for my white girlfriend, my white friends, basically. Um, the, the narrative in 2021, 2022 is MLK, MLK only wanted integration because he was in love with a white woman. So this, this is what happens with the reductionist, um, when you take a reductionist view of someone's life. Um, mm. Martin Luther King. Cool. And this is why I thought, this is why I thought, um, MLK Day was a bit of a weird one this year because I felt like it was only more recently that people I want to say again because it was something that but people think that he said before but people were like oh what he he just he did this all so he could marry that white girl but then you have to understand that kind of mentality but the climate comes after 2020 what 2020 was to us was like to a lot of to a lot of black people 2020 was like the last straw for, for him, no, for a lot, for the. Oh, there's so much. To no, talk not about even though. for him. But for I mean? The last straw in terms of what we really. No, doing. no, it is. No, what, no, what are we really doing here? Kind no, of but uh, this is my. This is always going to be like my this. Issue, this though, integration yeah. thing. It looks like, or this, this treatment. Everything we seem to apparently have fought for. What are we doing here? Like, it doesn't feel like anything's changed, kind of thing. Oh, how are okay. how are black yeah. men still dying in the street? How 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 is this happening still? Like we're marching, doing marches again, bro. Like, how was this real? Like to a lot of people, that's the last straw. It's the last straw. Yeah, the straw uh, that broke the camel's back. Yeah. But the issue. Why I say to look at. Because to me, it comes across as like. Um, all right. When I say we need to look at what he did in his life, it's not so much I want to look at um study the boy the boycott. I want to study um what's it called, like his what his conversations with the president and stuff. Like I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about what he actually stood for. Because when he dies, you need to understand how everything gets taken and then spun. Um, For example, there's a reason why um, things emerge about infidelity as opposed to him dying in... Infidelity. Yeah. Yeah. Because... That was a thing that they were pushing when he was alive. That's not, um, oh, guess what we found out about this guy. (laughs) And honestly, it's not my place to say, but you need to realize that every black leader in that time, they're they're trying to run certain stories about you. Cool. Malcolm X's, you don't need to run much about this man to make him America's enemy. About his history, about his past, like... Who he was at twenty years old, before he went to jail. Or um, I want to say he wore a lot of that on his sleeve, so mm. it wasn't even about that. It became to be more of a thing where to bring down Malcolm X, you turn him against um, him and the nation against one another. Right. You turn the black man against Malcolm X as best you can, and one of the best ways to do that is to kind of sow discord in the nation of Islam, kind of thing. Martin mm. Luther King is like. And also, you need to understand that white people are just scared of Malcolm X and what he's on. Kind of thing. Um, he did call white people white devils. Yeah, no, but like, 
it's like you don't need to soil his reputation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not that hard. Martin Luther King, this guy is, you know, everybody loves that okay kind of thing. Like mm. he's he's a Baptist preacher. Um, Peaceful. Amer- like white Americans won't see any need to dis- to hate this guy. Mm. Um, and evil black Americans. So what do you have to do? You, maybe you make up stories. Maybe they're true. What Who do knows? you mean? Maybe they're true. We know they're true. Do you we not? You know that he was um, unfaithful to his wife. No, no, we don't know that. We know that he was in love with a white woman. That's what uh, no. Mean. I'm first talking about uh, okay, infidelity. Okay, cool. The first thing about infidelity. Okay, let's let's not. We don't know that for sure. Maybe. We can yeah. Say. No, but I'm saying like COINTELPRO was designed to do these things to like soil the reputation of these of these people who are trying to make changes to ruin and um, both to ruin their legacies. Um, whilst they were alive, which is an interesting idea. But then also to kind of tear down um, what like what they were trying to achieve. Cool. Um, so then you have this thing. The reason I, I, I bring that bit up there about um, these legacies and like, the infidelity and stuff is because those are the kind of things that people are talking about say what 2010 or 2000 like them times there people started talking about oh but did you know this about him I bet you didn't know this about him um, because that's when social media has its kind of proliferation and like you know people can just start talking and saying whatever they like and it's like oh I bet you guys didn't actually know this and it's like oh, okay interesting interesting you believe everything you're told but um the reason I say all that is because Martin Luther King's death needs to be taken by America and they need to go. First of all, no war can start from this. Um, this man's life, um, whether we like it or not, needs to be a good thing for us. It needs to be a thing that keeps everyone mellow. Right. How do we do that? Well, you take his whole life's work and his legacy and you reduce it to this one thing that makes it look like what you need it to look like, which is the happy-go-lucky, let's all hold hands. I feel like that's a very damaging thing for, um, let's just call it white America, to even portray or push. Because it's not. It's dangerous to me because anyone with sense should realise... Hmm. Let's take Malcolm X fierce against anti let's call it anti establishment, well white establishment, blah 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 blah. And then we have Martin. Martin Luther King was anti okay. white establishment as well. Okay. Little known. Okay. This guy was a Marxist. When, when when we say anti when I say let's not even just say anti white establishment. He actually he probably hated capitalism more than he hated white people. He didn't hate white people, but like, he didn't hate white I mean? people. But let's say like, he hated capitalism. Yeah, like, so let's. This is the evil that's corroding our society. Fair enough. Well, let's just say Malcolm X, typically known as, yeah, this guy. This guy wants self determination for black people. Um, that he doesn't really want integration. Cool. We have Ma- um, Martin Luther King. He says the dream. I have a dream that all. Or black one day black kids will hold hands with white kids and they'll play whatever cool. That's the most famous. It's set. a one line in a very long speech. It's, yeah, it's, but it's, and you it's, said it's the most famous one. It's the most. Well, it's one of the. Yeah, I'm saying. Okay, about yeah. The whole of course, of course, but you have to understand why it's, da- it's damaging to a 
it's not it's even a something damaging to push. Because even if you say that, okay, cool, this is all he stood for, what that means is he stood for all this and he was still assassinated. Hmm, that doesn't really make too much sense. It's like even when you're extra peaceful, you're extra nice, you're extra palatable to the white com- to a white community or to a white audience, you still get assassinated. So does that does that make sense? I was like, no, it's, it's still kind of damaging there. with that to um, to push that to push that white America. Like it's still contradictory if that makes. sense. I would agree with you, right? I would like anyone would like. Oh yeah, like, and like we actually do sit there. I I thought it as well. Like many times when I was a lot younger, I'd just be like, oh, like, um, no matter what happens, like this guy was so good to you. Anyway, bottom line is this. What happened? Nothing. And you know why nothing happened? Because of how you paint a narrative. If white America paint this narrative that like, after his death, oh, let's give them MLK Day. Let's do all these things because there's a small set section of our society who are bad and like, they would do things like this. But us, no. We will find a way to find peaceful race relations. Mm. You win everyone onto your side kind of thing. You you sell them this idea of you sow the what happens is you sow the original seed of liberalism, of um white liberal Americans, of white guilt, all that stuff. You sow those seeds that we see have taken root today and you know, have produced why I guess that was such an accurate social commentary. And I feel like it begins there. Um, for example, another good example of this is Abraham Lincoln. You would believe that this guy wanted to sleep. He was the man who freed the slaves, right? No. He literally said on countless occasions, if I could do everything <laughs> I wanted to do without freeing the slaves, believe me, I would. Like, that was his, that was his stance. Mm. But what history does, you've said it before, it's that thing about... Um, History is written by the victors. Yep. So when you assassinate MLK, that story is yours to do with what you want. But I don't want to take away from what... Like, I don't want to say all that to like take away from who Martin Luther King kind of was and what he stood for anyway. Um, as I said, this guy's a Baptist minister. Like, His thing was on love. And what people thought was that, um, for example, when Malcolm X had his issues with him, there was this whole idea that like, um, he was talking with this turn the other cheek and like, let's try and do our best to be likable. And that, that wasn't the message. But there's something about love in there that he was trying to get across to its people, which is important in terms of, um, well, I think anyway, I don't know what you think about that. Because uh, we're Christians too, do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> um, there is this... No, no, I, yeah, carry on. So how much do you want someone to be um about love? Listen, it's great that he's all about love. It really is. It's quite beautiful. It's quite hard to tell another person to turn the other cheek. Like to tell you even to not even tell another person, even to live by that, turn the other cheek in the face of countless um dis- Discretions and bad um bad things that they've done to you and all this kind of stuff like that. It's it's beautiful. Things we should all live by. 
But at the end of the day, certain, we also have to be able to sit from a position where we say certain things worked and certain things didn't work. And these kind of that kind of perspective, having a perspective where we're not too favorable and reminiscent on the past that we ignore the negatives but we're also in a we're in a space where we don't also just look at only the only it's like you know what i mean we're not just one-sided yeah, okay, about so let's it. get into this bit then please if, we, if we're not doing that if we if we can do that that will allow us to have better judgment on how to move forward than to just glorify so integration let's get into it and um, I have a lot to say. Yeah, and I also want to talk about uh, relationship history, as we've already begun. But no, I want to talk about integration because um, it is so easy to sit here and be mad at someone. Do you know what I mean? No. Okay, so yeah. do you not see the value in integration? Okay, cool, cool. Let's let's speak on it. Cool. Integration. First of all, let's just establish it. Integration did not occur. Desegregation occurred. Yeah. Um. So. Which that means is there was no actual like even education because if there was real education on like I don't know how on pe- on like young people and how they should how they should view each other or what about each other's histories and stuff like that we wouldn't be in the society we're in today. What we were just doing was just like oh black people go to this school you can now go to this school. It's still going to be the same white school. Do you know what I mean you're still going to be amongst Q Club members children but just. Do you know what I mean? Just, as well. just smile, just smile next to um, um smile there. But yes, first of all, we have to establish what segregation was. The realities of segregation was there were serious Jim Crow laws that were um around. And my guy, as a black person in those times, my you your your life is at the mercy of any the white mercy. at the mercy. So let's not yeah, play with this no, one, at the no. mercy of any white citizen. Um Heck, why do, do they even care if a black person does anything to you either? So you're, you're less, let's say you're less than human. Desegregation allowed us to be second-class citizens. Um, segregation at the time, we were just less than human. So the realities of why segregation, well, de, um, desegregation needed to occur and the, the reasons for it, we cannot avoid. We need to be able to understand that Schools were being burnt down. Like, black schools were being burnt down. Tulsa, if you go to um, Black Wall Street, had a thriving black... Um, uh, I could talk about... Uh, yeah, I could talk about Tulsa all day. So Tulsa, the Black Wall Street, um, we had a community. There was a community where African-Americans were, like, coming together. No, go on. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, yeah. Um, African-Americans were coming together, great stuff, building their businesses, everything like that. They had their own banks. It had like the wealthiest, it was like one of the wealthiest times for African-Americans and wealthiest regions for African-Americans. And it was burnt down by white people um, who came into the town and rioted. And I don't even think they faced any, like they killed loads of people. They don't even think they faced any real um, punishment for it or justice or faced justice. Cool. So... You have to understand, as black people, as I said earlier, you're at the mercy of white people. So desegregation needed to occur at that time. Well, 
It looked like it needed to occur at that time. What do you mean it looked like? No, okay, okay. no it did. No, like, no, no, no. It looked. Well, this is what you can't it, play with these kind of ideas. Like, no, we no. live in this world today. Okay, we like, have to. Okay, when I, as I say it looked like it had it had to occur. And it's cool that. To, okay, but I mean, is, like, is an option? Is there not an option? No, where, no. Wait, wait, wait. wait no, because you just you just said it. You just listen, said listen, the option listen. where. Like, no, but there's an option. No, when I say de- desegregation, there has to be an option for integration. Desegregation and integration are not the same things. Oh, I don't know. Maybe this is the point at which I think we were going to arrive, but okay. there is no such thing as integration. First of all, yeah, let's get into it. There <laughs> like is, no, 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 but let's get into let's it. Let's get into it. it. Let's, let's get into like... it. But integration, okay, inter- integration is an idealistic and very utopian view of the world. But that is, let's say, even trying to attempt it is better than what desegrega- um, desegregation does because desegregation just puts black. No, but they did try. No, they didn't. They just desegregated. You didn't. Int- there was no t- attempt for in, um, real integration. I just think you don't understand <laughs> what would have happened in those rooms. No, but at the end, I of think the- they would have been like, "Let's start with this, okay? How about how about that?" Sound when like- when when first of all, when your lessons about who you are starts f- and you're sitting in the room with a white person and your lessons are about how you were formerly their slaves. I'm so sorry. What do you think is this going to teach another um, kids that age? It's going to think that, oh, I'm above you. I am more superior to you. I come from a, a lineage of people that just are better than you. So at the end of the day, when I say you're not learning, even from the classroom, like let's not even talk about... Um, I know there's a necess- there's like a necessity to integrate the curriculum. Like when, there's, a necess- there's a necessity to integrate yeah. so many aspects of life that just weren't integrated. And it's like also but that the- can't happen. It doesn't won't happen. Like people are calling for it today. It won't happen. I don't want to sound like the negative guy. I just don't think asking for all this integration is what you need to be doing. No, I don't I don't believe that either. So but okay, cool. Now let's talk about seventeen. No, so let's <laughs> talk about what segregate let's talk about segregation and separation. In my opinion, why some people nowadays look favorably on the idea of let's just call it separation instead of segregation. Separate separation would have allowed for separation with separation would have first of all allowed for us to have certain level of to still fight for equality. But equality, you just no, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. Listen, listen, listen. No, 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 no. I'm talking. I'm talking about fighting back then when you're fighting. When no, when back then when you're fighting for desegregation, instead, if you fight for um, separation with to to be able the right to self, as you said, we're talking about self determination. But let's just finish. When you're talking about self determination, um, last week we're talking about self determination, all those kind of things. If you don't have the right to self determine yourself, you don't have the right to to still develop your businesses. You don't have the right to, to first of all, when it comes to separation, separation, we're the first of all, we needed certain rights, certain civil rights that were fought for by MLK, we needed, like let's just, we, we needed, we needed the right to vote. We needed all these kind of things like that. But at the same time, if you allow yourself to just, if what separation would have allowed is just allowed you to develop your businesses instead of being, Transfer and um, transferred into spaces where you are s- subordinate or less than the ruling class, it like or let's say not even the ruling class, any anybody of a race that's not your own, like you are the bottom of the totem pole. So what that creates is the same kind of hatred that the same kind of hatred that s- segregation, because a lot of people say that um, segregation was bad and segregation could not um, could not be 
um, positive because even if there were great black businesses, black schools, um, great black, I don't know, thriving communities, what would have happened is there would have been a black side and a white side, right? And then black people would have just been like, okay, cool. We think we're better than you. Like we have this, we have that. White people have been like, and it just what it does is what it don't know what it's not no, no what, that's no, an intelligent no no what no because, because yes it does because it, it thrives on the it thrives on the idea of tribalism which is what is naturally going to happen when you have that because um, but that's why I'm saying we shouldn't that's not a conversation no, no, that's worth anybody's no, time it's a conversation that's occurring the conversation that is occurring that didn't doesn't mean it's worth anybody's the, time the conversation that is occurring right now is that okay especially in Black America the conversation is a lot of Black people believe that segregation was not it. They don't believe in segregation. They believe that they're very against it and they against the effects of it. What I'm but understand. I'm here to give no, you but, better reasons. But though. no, but do you know what I mean? What what, what do you mean? Because that's just not worth talking about. What do you mean? Like was, those kind of arguments are very like flaccid. What There's what arguments for what? Um, segregation is a bad thing because of tribalism. There's tribalism all over the world. You can't avoid that. No, that was, no, 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 no. 100%. I agree Let's with that. Talk about Personally, that. I agree with, I agree with the point that. So me tri- and you, we're tri- right now. No, one sec, talk about no, no, one sec, one sec, one sec. I just, but you have to understand what the mind of, the mind of a, of a person, no, 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 that, no, no. the mind of a person that believes that, you have to understand it. You have to try and address it. First of all, you have to address certain things. Then first, let me say cause, something. Cause the, cause the combat, the combat, the first, no, of course you can speak. One, but just, just listen to this. The first combat against segregation and against why it doesn't work is that it creates tribalism. And eventually there's just going to be a war between what's called two sides. And what's it called? But I've just said in one line that. No, but no, you just have to, I'm just saying that people have to understand that at the end of the day. At the end of the day, why it's, why tribalism, first of all, is a, is a poor argument. Tribalism is a poor argument because it exists in every single society, um, side of society. Even when you go to a football game, there's tribalism that's going on there. When you, even up to nationalism, nationalism is, right, an, cool. is, an, extreme, is an extreme form of tribalism. But the, why I'm saying that it's important to say is because a lot of people and a lot of people that even aren't black say the reason why it's bad or why segregation is bad is because it will, um, what's it called, allow for these things to occur. However, they don't even understand that it's like, it's like saying it's a very redundant and stupid argument, but you have to explain why. So you can't just say things are, are not stupid without giving an explanation for it. You can in this age. But, um... No, you can't. No, you can't. That's, that's poor education. Um... And that's... That's a lack of an, that's a lack of intelligent conversation by explaining things. I mean, that's the age we live in. But my point is that the discussion itself is not actually worth my time. Um, I'll just be real. Um, what we what me and you need to talk about is why I still need to come at your view of segregation being something that's possible earlier because you literally just spoke about the Tulsa race massacre. I don't know why in your mind you think the the thing to do again that like, oh let's just try again. What? The same thing will happen. By, by try try again by what? What do you mean? Like just let's try and build our own society. The whole separation. No, I don't. I, 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 I didn't. I didn't. In I don't, America, I don't. I don't really believe that either. That's not really what I believe. Okay, so so you do understand that the attempt no, at integration was necessary. It wasn't integration. It wasn't an attempt of attempt. It wasn't an attempt of integration. You it can't wasn't say that it was, his dream is not his dream. It was an that. attempt. To, it was an attempt. It was his dream. Like, okay, he might have had a dream. Have been a he man. might. He <laughs> might have had an attempt of integration. But what the actual attempt was, was the attempt by the no, US no, government. the result. No, the attempt of the US government was desegregation. It was, okay, no, it's fine. actually known no, as it's desegregation. No, cool. It's not known as integration. Cool, and I can give you that. But at the end of the day, you need to understand why even desegregation, even desegregation itself, even desegregation itself yeah. is a very 
it's a still a necessary step in where we're going. Where you and me sit today. The reason why um the reason why you and I have reasons to say thank you, I'm okay. Maybe not be the same as um my man doing the hurdles, but we have reasons to say thank you, I'm okay. Because today we can start for seventeen with the scope of building something that is separate. But that doesn't happen unless you desegregate. It doesn't. Because you what live does in a very work? different kind of world. It's a very different kind of world without desegregation. Whatever needs to happen, like... You either continue with segregation, as it was. Um, you try to do different things. And you literally remain in the same place in which you're in. Kind of thing. Until... Okay, the next option is this. You take up arms. You lose the fight. Um, the next option you have is um, integration, which you said wasn't really an option. No, you said... Uh, integration was, it, was not... You, an, said, you said it wasn't an option. Integration is not an option with who you're dealing with. You okay, can't tell me it's explain, an option. Explain you why you believe that. Because they don't like you. So, like, at the end of the day, like, where there's a lack of respect, there's no integration. Um, I wish my maths was, was strong. Do you remember when you did integration in school? You know? Like, I'm sure there's some kind of application as to why it's called integration. At the end of the day, if two things don't mix, they don't mix. You don't just make it happen. Yeah, you do. This literally what happens in, like, it literally happens in integration by substitute. But anyway, that's just... By, my, by that, what? Substitution. That's By what? Say it again. Substitution. But that's a form of integration. But yeah. Exactly. But, but the things that it takes is not. It's not the same thing. It's not going to be a pure integration. A pure integration would require people to be the same. And you're not the same in that world. You're just not. Because True integration can only come when you're the same. Yeah, I agree. Hence, why you said it comes by substitution in, in mathematical. But this. So this is what I'm saying. Desegregation is a necessary step towards becoming the same. Um, what was I listening to? Uh, I don't agree with that. No, I said only. And that's... It's the only... You think it's the only way? We just agreed. No, 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 no. Mathematically, no, no. no, you no. have to be the same to integrate. No, you have to be the same, but I don't think it's the only way. The only way, desegregation. Desegregation is only let us be second-class citizens. Oh, yeah, no, that's just the next step. Um, Westside Gunn says something here on his album. He says, um, it's the thing that I always say to you. It's like, it's scary. It's like the revolution. Um, you never see the revolutionaries reap the benefits of the revolution. The issue is everything takes a bit of time. Martin Luther King said, I may not get there with you. Listen, my guy. <laughs> the bottom line. No, listen, listen, listen. No, I'm going to have to cut you off because you're... No, I, I don't agree. I actually don't agree. You don't... Because... No, no, because I'm going to have to... You're being idealistic. No, no, of course. First of all, what what, pla what ideology is not idealistic? First of all, that's what you have to understand. Second of all, desegregation only allows you to be a second-class citizen. And what we're seeing is now, because of that, because of that, it no way. growing people playing, making no, chess moves, bro. No, because These are chess moves. No, but because of that, that because of that, when you allow that to occur, you you are at the mercy still 
of the ruling class. And that what is it's a very different so, mercy. No, 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 what, oh, no, it's, it's no, a more no, dangerous one. Nah, it's a more me. dangerous one. Nah, it's a more dangerous no, one. We are no, in a no, 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 wait, wait, no, 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 in a space where coons don't even know they're coons, right? Josh. That is so dangerous. Do you not Josh. understand how dangerous it. it is? I get it. No, 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 no. You actually have to understand. No, no, no. no, no. Let me land on this. Let me land on this. Let me land on this. No, you don't need to land. You've been landing. No, 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 no. Listen, 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 listen. I will say. Let me just say this. Let me just say this. This is the thing, right? What is more dangerous now to me is now there are coons that don't even know they're coons. They actually believe certain things that are told them themselves and they don't even question it anymore. That's what's dangerous. When you're so when when you've had this idea of the all the same kumbaya sh- no, cool. kumbaya shit no, all, all your cool. life, you start to think and believe in the way cool. that the ruling class want you but to we believe. We spoke about this. We spoke about and you're indoctrinated. We, we spoke about this for like nine episodes, bro. No, but you're indoctrinated so, now. So can we talk so about how this would, now? So why is desegregation? So can we talk about okay, this now? Go into okay. go into desegregation. Yeah. If if you believe, I, I'm I'm going to tell you right now, from what you said, I don't agree. But yeah, go. You cannot agree, but there are two things. Whether you agree or not, we are where we are. So let's not even play with that. Okay. We can talk about, we can chop about the past and be like, oh, this was wrong, this was wrong. You weren't there, A, so you really don't know what was necessary. B, we are where we are now. Hindsight, it's 2020. Hindsight is not actually 2020. Just because I promise you, you just weren't there. I don't want to get into that. Your hindsight in I just want to talk about the, the actual answer to the situation. But your hindsight in addressing the situation this is always chess. It's chess moves. It, it's chess moves. Okay, fine. You speak you about... To, you speak have to be moves. in a certain position. You have to be. And don't get it twisted. I'm not, I'm not in a... I'm not confused about the danger of the situation we're in. We're in a very dangerous, precarious position. Whereas you're saying that like, people don't know they're queens, people don't okay. know this. We're gonna very sp- confused we're in a very scary place. I want I want you to land. Land. This is this is where people we need to get our wits about us about what we're doing here in terms of the move. Because my issue has always been someone made a move and then we just forgot we were playing the game. We need to use the Trojan horse. You said it yourself in the blog post. The diaspora is a sleeping giant. It's a sleeping giant. Sleeping empire. Yeah. The issue is no one's tapped it to wake up. My nigga. No one is tapping it to wake it's up. It's going to take and more than sleep, more than tapping. These guys are <laughs> induced. Heavy. <laughs> they're in a coma. I'm, I'm, not, like, I'm, not, I'm not denying some that. Some people never wake up from a coma and you need to understand that. I'm not denying that. But what you don't understand is that was such a necessary part of the game. It's a necessary part of the game. Otherwise, you just don't get to this point. Like, you don't get to a point where you actually... And I get... You're, I personally don't believe that um, we are in that valuable position, but we are where we need to be. It's just a very sad game that we're playing. But we are. This is the Trojan horse. You have people who are now being educated. I don't care for the education itself. Um, people are getting to the back financially. You're able to do more things. You're more capable now today. We are not where we need to be in terms of race relations. We are not where we need to be in terms of achieving integration. I don't even actually want to think about achieving integration personally because the true goal has to be some form of separation before you can even start to think about integration. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, yeah, I can agree on that point. And the only way you can get to that point is from here because you needed desegregation to happen in the first place to achieve this kind of Trojan horse effect. Why? The only but, issue no, is that... If you're in the horse, you just need to know you're in the horse. It's that simple. Niggas don't know that. I know. Niggas don't know that. Why I said what I said is, you said it's chess. 
You said it's chess, right? If it's chess, I want to tell you the, the situation we're in. We're, at, we're, we're playing the chess game, right? Yeah. But you see all of your valuable pieces, your rooks, your, um, <laughs> your horses, <laughs> your, <laughs> your, 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 no, 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 no. your rooks, your horses, your bishops, your, your rooks, your horses, your bishops, and your queen. They're all gone. You just got pawns, and the pawns think that they're playing on the other side, bro. That's what. That's the nature of the game you're playing. That, that, like your your pawns are not even being controlled by you yeah, anymore. Crap. Your pawns are being controlled <laughs> by the person sitting opposite you. How long do you think? How are you gonna win that game when you're just moving oh, around? Yeah, oh, let me move thing. one step with my king. Let me move one step with my I'll, king. I'll agree with this though. Um, for example, we lost our bishops. Didn't I? Don't want to get this wrong. Did Desmond Tutu pass? Uh, I think he did actually. Yeah, so we lost our bishops. Um, we lost the rooks. Actually, we have one thing though. A lot of our pawns are being controlled by the other, the other, um, the other side, the other your opponent. However, I will say we do have some pawns that are making it to the other side and turning into queens. We do have like, and a queen is still a very powerful piece. But then again. They still control most of the board, so there are some people. There are some people that are the their 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 um their pawns are turning into queens. Like the that's the black X and self successful the successful stories. Like the Jays that are doing big things. I don't I like Jay Z, but I need to figure out if I can say he's actually doing things for the community. Like it's it's a it's a it's a it's a a sticky one. Uh, Do you know what's not fair though? Um. I don't like when people call certain people out on different matters. Like, for example, Jay-Z... He died on the 1st of January, actually. Yeah, I remember it was really recent. But, um... No, Jay, Jay was actually doing stuff when Floyd happened. It, it's... You need to understand who you are in society. And that's when you understand that you're not just a little pawn on the board. All right. His His thing was like, okay, let's actually have some conversations about this now. Like... Let me go into the right rooms and say, look, what are we doing about this? Because all the men got arrested now, didn't they? They're all serving time. The Who? the officers involved in the George Floyd killing. Yeah. Yeah. He's arrested. I think he's going for an appeal. The you know the guy that was during the Black Lives Matters process, the guy that shot two people, he got he got he went off free. He's a seventeen-year-old cow written house. He he went free. Oh, written house. That's um. I don't want to talk about that. Yeah, but I he, don't know enough about it. He 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 got he went through by the way. So, so. But I'm I'm just saying. Just like, want to let you know he killed two people. I don't know enough about it, honestly. Um. But the point I'm making is that Jay, or beyond that, is just like you need more pieces, um, that aren't just pawns Mm. Um, but it is a game of chess and it's as you said um, people get to the other side of the board and they turn into these queens that's not chess that's checkers and we're playing checkers on on a chess board that's my that's my issue with um, desegregation and the situation it's created it's like we're playing a game where you if you get to the other side of the board you get to be a bit more of a power player 
but they start as kings, queens, rooks, bishops, knights, and we start as little flat discs. So that's the only issue with desegregation. But it is a Trojan horse where the situation is you can get to the other side of the board. With a lot of might and a lot of... <laughs> do you know what I mean? And I, it's, it's still hard, but it's not actually nigh impossible. It's just very, very hard and they don't want you there. Okay. Um, the other day, I was listening to Mortal Man. Actually, not even the other day. Yesterday. I listened to it a lot. Um, it's by Kendrick Lamar. I, don't, I know you don't run him a lot. And if we do start to talk about... Because we've hit an hour now. But then again, we need to... We need to account for certain things. But, um... I'll talk about another one of his songs that you have actually shown some kind of appreciation for before. Okay. But, um... Mortal Man, um, The Prayer, is unreleased. Okay. And, yeah. I find it where I can. Um, Mortal Man is the last song to Pimple Butterfly. Kendrick, um talks about essentially being a mortal man but trying to be a leader in the midst of that he went to Robin Island when, during the recording of Timber Butterfly um, a lot of that album is kind of about being freed from being a slave in your mind and it's even a bar he has on the album he says um, something about I freed you from being a slave in your mind. You're very welcome. Something like, could I let you down easily? Is your heart where it needs to be? Essentially, he's pushing this idea that like, will you, will you let him be the prophet that he needs to be? And everyone comes for their own set appointed time. The reason I bring this all up, for example, is that he's talking about Mandela. He said, I want you to love me like Nelson. My issue is, I don't feel like people let people be the prophets they need to be. Another reason I bring it up is towards the end, he completes the poem that he's been building up throughout the album in little interludes. Um, he gets to a bit where he says something about, because as I said, like a lot of his message is that because he's gone home or he's gone to South Africa and he's said, um, is that right? Like, it still didn't make sense until I came back home. Like, as an African-American, like, it didn't make sense to me until I came back home. Like, he gained perspective that he needed to go back and tell the homies about everything he's learned, about respect. Just because you were a different gang colour to mine doesn't mean you can't respect me as a black man. And one thing we don't take into account is the effects of segregation. And I get desegregation is weak, but I presented to you two options. It was segregation, stay in segregation, or desegregate. There's this one line that he says when he's reciting this poem in its completed form. He says that, um, you, um... Why are those the only two options to you? I really don't understand it. We'll address it after I remember this. It's doing quite hard. He says, um, whilst his loved ones were fighting, um a war back in the city, he was entering a new one, a war that was based on apartheid and discrimination. And what we don't get about segregation in that situation, 
for us is when we're fighting against ourselves. And it's, it's all that's going on today as well. We're still fighting amongst ourselves because we still hate ourselves. And as I said, like, to be a butterfly was... It's just not anymore, actually. But it's, it's still up there. It's probably... Ah, I don't know, man. Um, but yeah, one of my favourite albums for this reason. It's just because of this idea. These ideas that are layered within the album. We are... This, this apartheid is killing us. Um, and that's why desegregation itself is still a problem because there are still elements of segregation and apartheid that exist that mean we just compete with ourselves like why is it that everything is about me against you we don't even think about competing with them because there is no integration that's occurred yeah. So I need to ask you what other way you think there actually is. Because, because okay, I'll speak on it. But yeah, like please do because I don't I don't see what other, what other options arise from the situation that's being presented. I said was presented. I said a few weeks ago in an episode I said something like, if you enter a house as a homeless person, you'll be always be, well, as someone that doesn't have a home, someone that doesn't have any respect, someone that doesn't have any any ability to manage themselves look after themselves um finance themselves their own lives you'll never you'll never ever be seen as equal mm -hmm. in that household you are at the mercy of the owners of the homeowners of the house and they always think that they're doing you charity reason why certain the amount of immigration that's allowed immigrations certain immigration is allowed in this country and other countries is because they almost see this the whole idea of a refugee is just they, it's charity work bro they see they see anything that they do for us as charity work because we are seen as less than still but josh no matter what bob marley said it best we're coming in from the cold we're coming in from the cold he, you asked me a question and let me just finish it so if you're coming back to the point where we're in this situation. The reason why I say, why do you only see the two ad angles of segregation and what's it called? Desegregation is because we showed each other that we can have, we can have Black Wall Street exist. exist oh my goodness. And no, they wait. burnt it down. No, wait, they burnt it down. Right. So why, instead of, why was our first um, idea to fight for something that, doesn't why can't we fight for something that doesn't allow for that to happen legislation can be put in place for something like that to never be able to happen again but oh, that's so naive no but that's so naive no but that's not naive. that's the same naive people would have said it was naive to believe that we could what we could vote we can we can sit in the same we can so sit the, different we can, we can sit on so the, different we can sit on the same buses as as, as white people because you we, don't we can integrate the trojan horses we, do you? no but we're not when it's not a trojan horse when nobody when okay this is the reason why it's not a trojan horse it cannot be seen as a trojan horse when after i don't know god knows how many years i don't even let me, let me not even say number i don't know Pharaoh, but, Pharaoh. No, but there's after so many after so after so many years Oh, good. You want to go to the Bible? Great. Get, okay, let's go to the Bible. No, let's go to the Bible. Let's go to the Bible. Joseph, 
Joseph had a place. No, listen, can listen, listen. No, 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 no. I just want you to say no, 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 because I really, really, we've listened, we've listened to you. You've listened, we've listened. Go back. You listen to this tape. We're all listening to you, Brumani God. Like we've heard you. Fuck. No, fuck. Here, trust me. Let me say. Let me say what. Let me say my piece. Let me say my piece. Look, I don't let me say your, my. Your piece. That's not. <laughs> Listen, how, you can't just, let you can't let a man just, speak his piece. I just want to talk back. You can't let a man because I don't let, I don't interrupt you when you speak. This let a man. Aaron, this Aaron, this let me Aaron, let me speak my piece. Aaron, let me speak my piece. I'm simply saying they don't let you go. God bless you. Let me speak my piece. Cool. Great. In the Bible, Joseph comes in. Blah blah blah. He gets his people. His Israelite, the Israelites come to Egypt after Joseph is seen as an esteemed. He's basically the prime minister there, respected, esteemed, esteemed person. Mm-hmm. The day they became slaves was when the, there was a pharaoh that when Pharaoh did not recognize them, did not recognize Joseph, and didn't recognize who he was. The pharaoh that did not know Joseph is what allowed for their man to become slaves again. Cool. When you have no, first of all, we have nobody. Wait, who is who is our who is our MLK today? Who is our Malcolm X today? Who who are all these people? That you We've fought, discussed that. They, no, who are they? Who are they? They're not. Who are they? No, today? we just said that we don't have. Those okay, we don't. We don't. Board. We don't have those pieces on the board. Yeah. Great. So what that what does that subject you to? You're subjected to whatever, whatever they say and goes. So at the end of the day, it cannot be the right decision because no, we do not no, have that. No. no. Okay, but or, that's not his fault. That's not the fault of anyone at that time. At that time, you had pieces on the board. If you don't, if you don't, if you don't, why I say, why I say you go back to the point of, why I say the fact that Tulsa managed to occur, Tulsa managed to occur and Tulsa was burnt down. If you can't understand, what you have to understand is the same way we can fight for legislation to vote. We have to be able to fight for the legislation so that stuff like that can never, ever happen. And if that happens, and if that, you know, if that happens, there's, okay, a, there, if there's happened, there's, what's called? Go on, it, there's full, there's full, there's the people that the, um, perpetrators get the f- the full ex- effects of the hand of the law whatever and they get and there's reimbursement in- included in that so things like that don't happen and there's also education in schools again for what's it called no 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 wait. there's education in schools for for the opposite to occur um no, for not f- no there's op- those are the only ways bless no, no, your little heart no 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 in an idealistic world yes bless yeah, no, your little no, heart no no i'm so sorry bless you can say bless <laughs> your little heart all you want but at the end of the day I'll be so real. I'll be so real. You thinking that you thinking that this is the way is mind-boggling to me because you do this with me, so you understand how fucking hard it is to even let these niggas to hear and listen. So, and the fact that we're we're in this position and we're even arguing, bro. Do you know how hard it is to get a nigger to listen to to anything to support um what black to support black people don't even fucking understand that so when we're in that position and we're what and when back then we had people that knew what it meant to be black knew what it meant to build together knew what community was that was the best time to keep going and to keep thriving and to try and just find legislation and find um ability to self uh, the ability and freedom to self-determine ourselves first before we come to the table and ask oh yeah we want now we, we want we want to be in your rooms and stuff like that let's build our own room first the fuck we had those people that cared about us now we have people that don't give a flying fuck what we do i don't care i'm happy enough to sit next to my white friend and eat and have, have a white girlfriend that's good enough for some people these days so when i say that back then we needed we needed that to make that decision that's why we needed to make that decision we just needed 
need we needed legislation to be stopped so they can't burn down our schools. Th- like that's what we needed. Not oh well, please, please, master, please, master. Can I go sit at the table with you? No, no, no. That's not what is needed. The only and if you b- believe in the ideas that tribalism is going to occur anywhere, tribalism even happens with what post cold wars to all the way to as I said to. Um, to football fans and all these kind of things tribalism happens in ev- every single aspect so that's not a good enough argument then some level of understanding that separation needed to occur back then was important because as you said we thought we were playing chess but we're clearly not playing chess when everybody realised oh let's leave the game and let's just let the man take everything that we have again they don't as I said earlier with the Joseph comparison they don't know that we're they, they don't know they don't know our Joseph anymore the Pharaoh, the Pharaoh here doesn't recognize our Joseph. We do not have Joseph anymore. We do not have someone that is understood and respected and esteemed enough to fight, um, that fights on our behalf. Who, we don't have that anymore. So they can do whatever they want with us, whenever they want with us. Like we are at the mercy. So there's no Trojan's horse when everybody's sleeping. You said it's a, you said, I said that we're asleep. Yeah, we're a sleeping empire. Yeah, of course. It seems like we're more in a coma. And I told you earlier, some people never wake up from comas. May God rest their soul. Mm-hmm. So is that what you want us to say about us? We never woke up? <laughs> we are in a sticky situation. <laughs> <laughs> That's your one. You got it. Um, <laughs> What we don't understand. And this, oh, careful, oh, do I want to do it? You don't watch, for example, Attack on Titan. There's some, oh, so let's just keep it on the Bible. No, no, right? just talk about no. Attack on Titan because some people listen to that. Some people watch that. <laughs> the bottom line, nah, it's not worth it because like, I'd have to explain it. and I'm, I'm not even caught up kind of thing. I don't know what's happened this season. Um, but I want to read two verses to you. You are still exalting yourself against my people and will not let them go. Thus I will put a division between my people and your people. Tomorrow the sign shall happen. But Pharaoh hardened his heart this time also and did not let the people go. But Pharaoh hardened his heart this time also and did not let the people go. Your belief that legislation to empower black separation to protect the interests of black separation it's mind boggling it's the only thing you could have fought for and I know why I know that's why that sounds like the perfect solution it's the only thing you could fight for Exodus 8.8 because your belief, your belief is that they would have said yes. But Pharaoh hardened his heart this time also and did not let the people go. Like, they would not have let the people go. We could have sat here and done this little roundabout thing time and time again. But they would not have let the people go because that was never the idea. It was never the intention. So how did they leave? <laughs> Exodus 8.8. Then Pharaoh called Moses and Aaron and said, Plead with the Lord to take away the frogs from me and my people from me and from my people, and I will let the people go to sacrifice to the Lord. It was when the firstborn died, in it? 
Yeah. It was the pigs. Mm-hmm. In Jesus Lord. In Jesus Lord. Um, what was he called? J. Electronica spits this interesting verse. He says, and my mum always says, why would you say that? Why would you, why would you say something like that? Such a wonderful lady. Such a kind heart. <laughs> um, he says, earthquakes will strike this nation for what Bush did to Rwanda. For what the Clintons oh. did to Haiti and Downing Street did to Ghana. And then he says in, can't remember where he says, but he says somewhere they call him Terremoto, El Negro Loco. Terremoto is like, I think it's Spanish for earthquake. If, if you're willing to hear it, the other option was the plagues. That's how they, that's how they got out. That's how they got out. Yeah. It wasn't people, it wasn't Pharaoh saying, oh, you know what? I want this for you guys. I want this for you. You said something else. This is the reason I didn't want to What were the Panthers it. ready to do? What were the nation of, <laughs> what were the nation of Islam ready to do? So, nation of Islam weren't ready to do that, by the way. They weren't. Mm. They were, they were, to some white people, they're seen as a violent organization. They just weren't, though. They just were not. At least that's my understanding. People tell me if I'm wrong. One sec, I can check. Um, but this thing is, um, it's, it's interesting. The idea is that the only person they were ever violent towards was Malcolm X. That's not true. This is just not true. Which part? The only or the person? The only. Okay. It's the extent to my understanding though. So just, I was, that's what I like, tell me for more. No, 19... What's it called? Yeah, 1962. There was a blazing gunfight between Nation of Islam members and the police. I was gonna say something. <laughs> um, nah, yeah, that's um, that's jolly. But um, it's the plagues, man. Unfortunately, that's what freed the Israelites. It was the plagues, and that's what happens when someone's heart is hard against you, when someone hates you. They don't want you to be free, and you know that. You saw it in every anyone who was trying to be free. No, no matter what way they were attempting it, you saw so many different approaches. The answer was always no, we will not let your people go. So when an answer comes in the form of, look, let us stay in this form. That's why I spoke about Attack on Titan. Because in Attack on Titan, you have a similar sort of setup where, um, actually, it's a little bit different. It's more like what you're saying. Mm. The good stuff. (laughs) (laughs) No, but like, it's not people leaving. It's just like they were left there. But then they were left, they were left on like... Alone, to self-determine. If, if you plan on starting Attack on Titan, this will spoil it. It's like, skip for like a good two minutes. Right. But essentially, um, they live on an island and they believe that the Titans are bad what they don't know is that they are themselves the titans Mm. 
all of them within them have the capability of becoming titans. They live in this island, not knowing that that they are the titans, kind of thing. They're the children of Ymir. Um, the rest of the world live peacefully. To them, the extent of their world is that that's them. Then you have the Coons. You have children of Ymir who actually live there, and they're kept just in case they need to fight against the people on that island. And these guys believe themselves that they are devils too. And you said something about Joseph. You said that Joseph was um. It was the day Pharaoh stopped recognizing Joseph, that the Israelites became slaves in Egypt. Mm. I completely agree with you. We never had a Joseph. We we arrived as slaves. We didn't arrive as Joseph. Mm. Even Joseph worked his way up. But mm. we arrived as Joseph. Uh, we arrived as the as slaves. slaves yeah. And so no matter what, Bob Marley in the way that said it, you're coming in from the cold. And if you're coming in from the cold, you've got to wheel in that Trojan horse. That's just my thinking. And I know how hard it is today. I know, I know what it's like when we're talking to people and people just aren't guessing it. But the issue is we are coming in from the cold and that's not something you can change or affect. You can't change that setup. You've just got to play the tactics of it. Because you're still believing in their benevolence. Just more so than they actually had, especially at the time. To say, cool, you can have your separation. Because today, you know that they're not letting go of Africa kind of thing. You know Macron sits there like, yeah, mm. like, you see that area there? That's mine. That's France's you know that they're not going to let the people go like that. So you've got to send the plagues on their land. (laughs) (laughs) I want to ask something. When... Um, I want to ask you a question. Wait, quickly, I want to say, the Israelites had been in Egypt for generations, but now they had become so numerous, Pharaoh um, feared their presence. He feared that one day the Israelites would turn against the Egyptians. Yes. Gradually and stealthily, he forced them to become his slaves. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. I want to ask you a question. Did the Israelites, when they were in Egypt, did they lose their culture? Or their understanding of who they were. Such an in- such a beautiful idea, even. Yes, they did. Right. They forgot their god. Um. Why did they? We're speaking about another Kendrick album now. Why did they put their thing on the on the wall on the top of the houses? Like, why did they believe in that? Um. Because they were told to. Why would you do something you're, to, not to, you're told to do if you don't believe they in? They do everything they're told to. If, but why would you do that? No, not. but it wasn't told to them by Pharaoh. It was told to them by one of them. The Israelites. No, I meant, that's what I meant. Yeah. We do everything they're told to do. Dinner with Jay-Z, bro. Fair enough. Um, also, another question is, the faith that mm, 
but sorry, that was the point I was making though. Um, in Dam Kendrick's talking about. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, you're going away from the Lord's statutes and commandments. You turned away from your God, so this is what you're going to go through. You're going to be in a lower place in this life that you live here today in America. I was that, like, that's kind of the idea of Dam. Um, you've turned away and you've forgotten your God. You've subjected your life to sex, money, and murder. You've forgotten, like, you've lost those things. And that's why it happens. It's interesting we're using the, jo- the Egypt analogy when. Are we, are, we, are we in and out of Egypt? That's the first question. Yeah, that's. Personally, I see our situation more so as living in the wilderness. And that's that right. the interesting part. Okay. That was when it was very clear that they had lost it. Mm. Um, but I say it's clear when they're leaving as well. Because they get to the water and they were like, Moses, look what you've done to us. You've tricked us. And like, <laughs> I've never read something and been like, ah, oh, those are niggas. <laughs> like, they're like, you tricked us, Moses. Like, you tricked us and you brought us out here to be killed. Because they would have rather just stayed being slaves. They literally said it would have been better to just stay in slavery. Mm. That is the niggerish thing I've heard in my life. Mm. And that's why like, I can apply it so back and forth. Do you know what I mean? And th- So are we in... We're still kind of in Egypt kind of thing. Like, are we? I think we're we're in the wilderness. But then that's the thing. We are in the wilderness. Aren't yeah, we're we? in the wilderness because we're, we're we're we are making those gold cattle and all those kind of things like things like that. We're worshiping all those false gods. Yeah, and that's happening. But doing doing as the Egyptians did. Is something scarier not happening? Are we not worshiping the false gods within Egypt? Because would you say something has happened, like the waters have been parted, and we've crossed, and we're outside of. Pharaoh's reach. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I would not say that. And that's why I'd say we're still in Egypt. Even though wilderness things are occurring. Wilderness <laughs> things are at play. But we're still in Egypt. That's why I say we are in a very precarious position. Like, it's time to wake up. It's time, <laughs> it's time to wake up. Because, yeah, these mad things are happening. But <laughs> what is one to do? No, we're very. But this is what I'm talking about. Very much asleep. This is why, you know what? We can both agree to disagree on the what happened before. But we need to really understand what's going to happen. I've understood why you said it as well. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. Fair enough. I kind of get your points. Um, but understanding where to go forward is the most important thing. Mm. That's what I was saying though about we are where we are kind of thing. Yeah. I just, I just need. I think four seventeen needs one. Um, Martin Luther King wrote a book called "Where Do We Go From Here," mm. and that was kind of in response to the things that they were being put through. Right. But we need a "Where Do We Go From Here" today. Because who's going to read that book? It's <laughs> true. <laughs> Who's going to read that book? Yeah. Damn. Getting a... Getting a black women are actually doing quite well. But I think they... They are... They are the gems to our community. We, on the other hand, my goodness, falling by the way... generalizing. No, okay. Generalizing, no, but, mm, The black women... Okay. On both sides. No, 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 no. We saw it. We've done the research. 
I know. In I the know. communities, in the communities, who is doing? When I see, what was the thing we saw on Reddit? Like a black men um community, and then we saw black the black community was like ten times larger, like and more active. They believe they actually believe in doing things in certain things. I would say something, but I think it's just dangerous, um, very controversial. I I feel like they crushed us more. Who? Um, you know, the man. Um, that's very interesting. You say that black men were cracked by white men. They were raped in front of the biggest and strongest were raped in front of the whole community to show that they're nothing. Like you, that's how like much it was enforced. Like your leaders. Your leaders are nothing. Mm. Like that's literally what happened. So, but then I never stopped. Like through time, your men are nothing. Your mm. men are nothing. Your men are nothing. To the point where we scream it today. Yeah, even in and, our community. And that's what they say to us now. Right. And so we we are in a bad spot because it's become like a self fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. Where we are the nothing that they said we were. And again, that's kind of a generalization. It's like, because I don't like to run the whole... That's that's what really annoys me when um, when I hear that kind of rhetoric about, like, oh, black men, you know, this, 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 that. Not talking about everyone kind of thing. Like, mm. And I know you're not talking about me. So, mm. like, who is it that you're talking about right now kind of thing? Um, and I, I get it. It's like, not hard to in find. In places. It's yeah. <laughs> not hard exactly. to find. But, like, if we continue to confirm it, then I'll just become that as well. Yeah. And that's why... And I'm not saying that things didn't happen to black women. And I'm not saying that um, the destruction, there weren't things that were stirring up black women. But really and truly, if you want to destroy the society, destroy their men. And part of that, that still goes on today um, in terms of masculinity being taken away from black men is the fact that we don't own anything. Um... You implement the patriarchy and you deny black men from winning in it. Um, it's really hard for us to own. We don't really own this land. And that's part of the 417 thing is for us to exercise like a proper black masculine. We need to own our own lands. We need to own our own like our own world essentially. Yeah. Because that's that's part of the masculinity thing. Like when Adam was formed. Um, go out and subdue the earth and we don't subdue this world it subdues us that is not the proper expression of masculinity you begged for a seat at the table (laughs) (laughs) we ain't fixing ourselves with plate just take what we're given like the dogs (laughs) um Listen, I'm. I think we were called here to be more than good dogs. Um, I know. So, yeah. But it's not a dog; it's a horse. Okay. And you just need to break outside of it. Um. Have you heard Nina Simone's song from when 
Martin Luther King died. No. It's a really, really um, touching song. Moving. Um, That's got such peaceful quotes, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's not about the plagues. No, it's the man, they murdered um, the king of love. Right. Okay, this is a nice, this is a nice one. I wonder if his legacy is that it's called why the the king of love is dead. Quickly, have you seen the Nina Simone, uh, not the Nina Simone, but the uh, Tina Turner film? Nah, is it good? I haven't watched the full thing. I just watched the scene, but I was because I was learning about why. Wait, who's it? Who's in it? Is that recent? So. No, it's old Angela Bassett and Lawrence Fishburne are in it. But oh, what? Yeah, but it I could, watch that. it's um interesting. I think the dynamics between the black they show the dynamics between Tina Turner and her husband Ike Turner, and we were just talking about the black people um, with black men and black women and how we're kind of you know we're kind of like insecure. Kind of. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> but no, but like insecure about. Even even putting black women on a pedestal makes us low key. Inse- Some people are insecure. They feel insecure about that, and it's probably why they buy into negative notions or neg- saying negative things about black women. Um, Ike. Some kids came up to um, Tina, and is it's actually a Jay Z bar from um, Drunk in Love. It's like eat the cake, anime, eat the cake. Anime is Tina Turner's. Uh, like, I don't know it's what Ike called Tina Turner. I don't know if it's her name or something like that, but. Yeah, some kids come over and say, oh, can I get a picture? He's jealous. Can I get a picture of you? So then he says, oh, yeah, let's celebrate. You know, Tina Turner's big star, blah, blah, blah. So he says, yeah, let's get a cake. So he gets the cake and then he forces, and then he's, she's like, no, I don't want any kind of thing. I'm good. And she's like, no, no, eat the cake, anime. Eat the cake. Like, oh. And forces um, the cake into her mouth and like rubs it all like, over. What song is that when he says this again? Drunk in Love. So he's like, eat the cake, anime, eat the cake. And then... And then her friend stands up and says, like, you can't do, like, why are you doing that for? And he's like, he slaps her and beats her in the middle of, like, in front of people. And, like, Tina just stays there kind of thing. It was just kind of like, and why I said it, even when talking about Nina Simone's husband as well, similar, similar insecurities. Mm. And they have a very similar level, a line of abuse when it comes to... That, by the way, sorry, is why Jay-Z is the goat. Just because, like, you see the way he does his thing. Oh, he, he, people like, said he the references be, and stuff that he makes. People said he should be cancelled for that. No, he, I wanted to get into the side of it, but we're out of time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can we make time for it though? Like, like on another day. Okay, um, yeah. This, that's when I was talking about the prayer that um other Kendrick song, because um maybe we'll just leave it till next time. But like, yeah, but the it's way just we tear people down. And, yeah, like, it's just interesting. Thing. It's interesting to see the insecurity. I only brought it up to talk about the insecurity of. Black men and black, um, the relations between black men and black women, and why black men feel insecure and stuff like that, and also the breaking of a black man, the intentional breaking of black men, black leadership. But yeah, let's. Oh, you've got. You want to go on to your Nina Simone thing? And I'll... Oh yeah, um, it was the end of the song. We can all shed tears. It won't change a thing. Teach your people. Will they ever learn? Must you always kill with burn and burn? Uh, kill with and burn with guns um don't you know how we got to react but he had seen the mountaintop 
and he knew he could not stop, always living with the threat of death ahead. Folks, you'd better stop and think. Everybody knows we're on the brink. What will happen now that the King of Love is dead? I think it's an interesting idea and question to think about when he's died kind of thing. Because we're now, however many years later, and now that the King of Love is dead, and it's interesting, we actually live in a loveless society. Mm. Um, there are even things, there's, there's way more we could talk about on this topic as well, like obviously that whole depressed stuff, but then there's also the whole, that the side about love, and like um, how we even feel about love, um, the Christian doctrine as a people. But yeah. Um, mm. I'm going to just leave, we don't, but yeah. I'm going to leave us with two quotes that I feel like, it's good to because we spoke about what do we really learn from his his legacy and his, um, his life and always reducing it to that one thing that one I have a dream speech but Martin said in his book 1963 book Strength to Love he said the ultimate measure of a man is not where he stands in moments of convenience and comfort but where he stands at times of challenge and controversy and also in his 1960 Spelman College speech he said, if you can't fly, then run. If you can't run, then walk. If you can't walk, then crawl. But whatever you do, you have to keep moving forward. I feel like that addresses where we are perfectly now. Yeah, man. We need to understand that no matter what, Aaron and I clearly disagreed in, clearly in this episode, but at the end of the day, we have to acknowledge where we are now and we have to understand this, face this challenge that we have, this... Um, face this the the controversy is that we're kind of facing and we have to learn to move forward throughout like he was whether or not you agree completely with what he did he moved forward he moved he moved something forward for us and we sit today where we are because of the things that he pushed for so we have to make sure that we're a generation that does the same that pushes forward for mm. ourselves in the next but yeah I hope you guys enjoyed this episode so do I um, Music Mondays someone's gonna have to yeah we'll talk about that next week but yeah hope you're enjoying the 417 playlist and yeah just keep your eye out for any new developments on our tiktok or twitter you can follow our tiktok actually now i can actually say that yeah same as the instagram yeah so 4.17 same as instagram and it's 417 but it's 4 underscore 7 yeah um cool and look out for any events that we might be planning soon see you guys soon god bless take care